Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to do something at the top of this podcast that I have never done before, and that is give a disclaimer. I'm about to talk about pornography, and I'm about to talk about it a little bit from my own experience. I'm I'm obviously going to do that tastefully. I'm obviously going to do that redemptively. Uh, I am not doing it for any kind of purient reason. But I want to give a heads up to parents. If you fathers are listening to this with your sons, or perhaps mothers are listening to it with their sons, uh, I'm not going to be unclean in any way, but I am going to describe some scenes, and you might want to listen to this first uh, and then articulate it to your child. I strongly believe that there is a connection between what's going on in our society with sexual abuse, with the Me Too generation, with the sexual abuse that's taking place on campuses that I've referenced often, uh, and pornography. In fact, I'm surprised that people who are advocates for women, feminists, etc., are not coming out against porn even more stridently. Uh, I believe that the behavior of men who are abusers is directly connected to what they've seen in porn. You do not become a Harvey Weinstein who would do nasty things, pressing his body parts into the faces of women he just met, insisting on sexual favors, not just for uh, film roles, but just in, at parties and, and and as though it was a privilege of his, assuming that women wanted it the same way he did. You don't come to that conclusion naturally by just living in the world and having female friends. You get that impression from porn. Now, here's where I start to describe things specifically. Porn, most porn, depicts women as willing for anything, as uh, eager, uh, never restrained, um, and I'm going to be a little graphic here, uh, or if they are in any way resistant, it's a resistance that they want to have broken down. You, Unless you're looking at porn that's about rape uh, or violence in some way, and that's, that's usually not what porn is. Uh, most porn portrays women either as willing or as re- initially resistant, but wanting to be warmed up, so to speak, wanting to have that chill broken out, uh, wanting to be made willing, wanting to be one. And so men who watch a lot of porn, in addition to what we now know about the rewiring of the brain, that's very destructive. In addition to, of course, just the immorality of what they're watching, in addition to uh, whatever they might be learning wrong about sex and a dozen other things like that. One of the things they're conditioned to is the idea that most women, to put it in the locker room language, want it. Most women want it. And so that's what causes them, in many cases, to be abusers, to press people, to say things they shouldn't say, and so on. Uh, I grew up in Germany, as I've told you often, and so I had unusual uh, exposure to porn. I was not, I've never been addicted to porn. I've never been preoccupied with it. I find most of it silly, although I'm a normal American male. So, you know, seeing a woman without clothes on can have, at least in my earlier days, my teen days, uh, the same response that it would have for anybody else. I would come home from school before I began to do sports in the afternoon, and there would be soap operas with fully naked uh, women uh, and men. 
I, in German television, of course, the culture was quite a bit different in Germany then as it is now. Um, I'd see uh, billboards of fully naked women selling potato chips. Uh, porn, nudity, nakedness, sex, all of that was portrayed in German media in a way uh, that I was not used to. Uh, the same stand at which I would buy my Wiener Schnitzel or buy a copy of Der Stern, uh, which is sort of their life, or, or, or Look magazine, um, would have the hardest core porn for sale in the same place. It floated around the trains. Uh, I was on when I would go play sports with my buddies. Uh, it was just ever present at that time. And what I remember is how many times women were portrayed as initially resistant and saying no, but then having their virtue compromised by a man who was persistent. One of my, one of the first images I ever saw, and I'm, and I'm not going to go too far with this, but I think it's important I, I describe this. One of the first images I ever saw, by the way, I have an, an almost photographic memory. Um, so it's not, uh, the fact that I remember this does not mean that I've been, you know, living on it ever since. It's, I, I, I can see the image in my mind to this moment. Um, there was a, a, I saw this image on television in my home. My, it was before cable television. My parents had no special packages, you know, HBO or whatever. It's all before that, back in the mid to early 70s. And I remember seeing uh, a, a man on the U-Bahn, which is the German uh, you know, metro, the, the, the subway. And uh, there was a woman standing near him as he was seated. And he simply worked his hand up, up her leg while she brushed his hand away. And then eventually uh, she allowed him to do whatever he was doing up there that brought her pleasure. So here's, here's a classic situation in which abuse was taking place. This is absolutely abuse. It's, a, it's against the law. It's abuse. It is wrong. It's exactly what Harvey Weinstein did that, you know, now he's being prosecuted for. Of course, he did more than just that. But what does it teach a young man like me? Now, again, I want to say clearly, not that I ever behaved this way because my parents were decent people and it taught me well. But, but the lesson coming from that porn, if you were willing to accept it, was that women standing around on subways are ready to have you reach up their skirt and you know pleasure them um, and despite their, their reservations, despite their protestations. Well, that's the way it is. That's the way porn is. And I haven't seen a lot of porn in my life, but both the magazines and the films that I have seen uh, always present women as someone to be dominated. Always present women as people who are resistant. They want to protect a false image of their virtue. And if a man will just be persistent, uh, he will show her the glories of what he's trying to do to her. Well, that is exactly what feeds the Me Too movement. That is exactly what uh, shapes Harvey Weinstein kind of behavior. Now, granted, he's being charged with actual rape in New York, but he got there by basically believing that all women were willing. They just had to be one. They just had to be forced. They just had to see how awesome he would be for them, etc. Well, that's what porn does. So porn is directly uh, feeding the Me Too movement. Porn is in large part responsible for 20% of college and university girls being sexually abused. Porn is responsible for the horrible situations that I and others on my various church staffs have counseled back when I was a pastor, um, where men are just asking horrible and vile things from their wives. Where did they get those ideas? From porn. No parent taught them that. No brother mentioned that to them. Uh, No, that didn't come out of uh, premarital counseling with their future spouse. 
house. Uh, that wasn't something a pastor taught them. That was something they got from the vilest kind of porn and then wanted their sweet church-going wife to, to do that kind of thing. Uh, now, those things are to be worked out in marriage, and we can talk about that another time. But the bottom line is that porn causes men to expect things of women that often lead to abuse. Porn causes men to believe that women need to be forced. Porn causes men to believe that women are just a little bit of push, a little bit of urging, a little bit of coaxing, a little bit of winning away from being um, just as willing as the men are. And it is not true. You know, the view of women that I'm trying to encourage in the great man movement and that others who are, are teachers of men is that women, uh, men have a responsibility to protect women, to love them, to nurture them, to help them fulfill uh, all that they are made to be, fulfill their destiny to the glory of God, keep them virtuous, keep them protected, uh, keep them holy, if, if I may use that word, and I may, <laughs> and, uh, and that that's part of what men are meant to do. It's sort of the the old idea that a woman's virtue is to be protected by a man, not just in a dating relationship, uh, but in every area. It's what brothers and fathers and uh, future husbands and men in the community are meant to do. Well, porn tears all that down. Porn makes you think you can grab a woman on a metro or, or the tube or the U-Bahn, as they say in Germany. Porn makes you think that people are to be forced. Porn makes you think that your sister's girlfriend who's spending the night is somehow a target. In fact, porn makes all women targets. So I want you to take a little bit of thought uh, for what you might have seen about porn in your life. If you're in, into porn now, I beg you to get out of it. I beg you to get help. Uh, we now know that porn rewires the male brain and it has effect on the brain, an effect on the brain much like drugs. And it can become an addiction. It can actually change the connections of the synapses and it can ruin your life. It can ruin your marriage. It can ruin you for being able to have a happy sex life. Uh, so absolutely reconsider that. But also, just for the sake of what I'm saying here, consider that any exposure to porn is also create, uh, trying to make you an abuser. Any support you give from porn, you check into the Hyatt or Hilton and you subscribe to the porn channel and what you're watching is abuse training. Let's think of it that way. What you're watching is abuse training, not to mention, by the way, that you're funding an industry that feeds abuse. Now, we haven't had the lawsuit yet that I think we're going to have with the porn industry. We haven't had the, but, but when a woman is raped sometime and she finds out that her rapist was a porn addict, that's a lawsuit against the porn industry. And I hope it happens because I believe that porn, the porn industry is feeding uh, the abuse of women, the Me Too moments with women, uh, or the rapes of women, uh, the sexual abuse of women that is that has been rising in our society. So men... Not only get off porn, for heaven's sakes, but also consider for a moment, even if you haven't seen porn in years, and I, I haven't in decades in my life, not since I was a, a, I mean, I probably had my eyes pass over printed porn since I was a Christian, became a Christian when I was 18, but I haven't been immersed in it since then, like I was uh, to some extent when I was a teenager in Germany. But even if you aren't into porn now, what you might remember of it, what impressions it left on you, um, what it told you about the manner of women could cause you to lean towards abuse, 
could cause you to be uh, unbelievably pushy and overbearing in your marital sex life. could cause you to have expectations that will ruin your sex life. Sex is awesome. Sex is beautiful. Sex and marriage should be a fiery, passionate, holy thing. But porn is destroying that and turning men into abusers. The stats show it. Our own anecdotal experience shows it. And uh, I think absolutely our culture is reflecting it. So get off the porn and kill the lessons that porn may have tried to teach you. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group Production.